Dexter Stucky presents Industry Friends. Friends. Welcome to another edition of Industry Friends Love Stuck. I'm your host, Dexter C. Stucky. I have in the building with me today one of my good friends, uh, Jason Daly, who is the creator and founder of Bro Talk Live. He and his wife, Christina Daly, are joining the show today. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Glad to be here for my first ever time on Industry Friends, three and a half years into the show. I know, right? Isn't that crazy? I do want you to do like the regular one, but you've been like avoiding me for whatever reason. I've been avoiding you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> this show is really interesting. I, I love doing it now because my friends have different levels of like marriages and everything like that. Like there's some people who are newly engaged and then there are people like you guys who are married for three years. We've been married for uh, four years now. Yeah. It'll be five in April. Next April. Almost five years. And then you guys have a two-year-old in yeah. January. Well, she'll be three in January. She's two now. I got to get that. I thought you said you my friend. I have this stuff written down on my phone, but I just didn't want to like look at it. I thought you was my friend. I guess not. <laughs> you know, her birthday is January 21st. Is her birthday January 21st? It's January 20th. I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crashing and burning here. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> I, like I love how I'm, I love how I'm giving you the worst industry friends interview that you've ever had. No, seriously, off the first three minutes. Because it's, it's because I feel like I know these things. Like I would argue if it wasn't you who I, and your wife who I obviously know, I would argue with another person. They said she was born in the 20th. I'd be like, no, it was the 21st. I know it. <laughs> I was in Vegas at the time, and I wanted to drive to Los Angeles. Like I knew this stuff, but I guess you would know a little bit better than I would know, right? The things you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so I asked a couple questions um, to start the show off just so the guests, and I guess me at this point, can get to know you guys a little bit better. So the first question I'll ask is, out of the two of you guys, who's more lenient with the baby? Christine is more lenient with the baby. I have more patience with the baby. Jason doesn't. I don't know if that makes it me more lenient, but... Well, at nighttime, like, if I'm trying to sleep and she's, like, up... I don't, I don't, I don't do that. So <laughs> um, who's more likely to pick a bad movie? Jason. Christina by far. <laughs> she watches the same movies over and over and over he again. He picks trash. It's all trash. All she watches is action movies like Jurassic Park and Transformers and Pirates of the Caribbean. She likes like movies that have six or seven movies and she watches like one of them, one of the six or the seven over and over and over again. That's not true, but uh, Jason will sit there and look at critics online and find some stupid Oscar movie and try to watch that and have a conversation about it. It's awful. It's awful. He likes, like, no action, just people talking. Yeah. Martin Scorsese, uh, law. I like realistic movies. There's law. no magic. I don't, I don't do magic. Why? Because my imagination left when Trump got you don't wanna, you president. Don't wanna, no, your imagination was never here. He doesn't like to escape. He doesn't like to take that trip with the movies. He likes to feel like he's in the thick of it with you. <laughs> and then finally, um, who's the better cook? Me, by far. <laughs> you think so? It depends on what we're cooking. Okay. He's, uh, I'm better at cooking steaks. He's better at grilling than I am. Which is a form of cooking. But I'm not going to, um, look, I'm not going to say anything disparaging. So I'll give you that. 
Look, as long as you keep cooking, that's cool. I'm good. I'm good with it. You can be the better cook. You can act like that if you want to. Everything I cook, he's like, oh my God, this is amazing. It's banging. This is it banging. banging. This is the best. It did. And he never cooks. I also don't let him cook because he makes a disaster in the kitchen and I have to clean it. So I don't like really what pots and pans and stuff. Yeah, he'll take out every utensil, anything you need, he takes it out and he'll leave it everywhere. He doesn't I like to clean as I go. He doesn't do that. So you guys have been together for quite some time now. You guys met at met in college, Link University, the first HBCU. Can you tell the people the story of like when you guys first met? I don't remember when we first met. <laughs> Uh, I think my, what I recall is, is he played this old grandpa or something in a play that they did at, was it through the, was it through the chapel or was it just a play? Yeah, I was, um, a good church boy and. Lies, um, but. My cousin used to be the Tyler Perry of, uh, Lincoln University. So he would like to do plays and, um, Christina was cast. I wasn't cast um. as anything. <laughs> Let me tell the story because he's about to lie. So he, <laughs> I remember him playing this funny old grandpa and that's all I remember about it. And then I think, so Darren and I were really close uh, and that's Jason's cousin. And I think the following year we did do a play or something, some show or something together because he had, I left some like my, my a change of clothes or pants or something for it. And he had it in his room. So I had to go with him to his room to get it out of his room. And that's all I remember. She, she made it back out alive. <laughs> he, was also, he was also in a relationship at the time. Let's, let's keep it. Okay, going. I wasn't like stealing, holding yourself ransom or anything like that. No, you weren't. Okay. You were not. I will give you that. Why didn't, couldn't you just bring it? Never mind. <laughs> you can just bring it, <laughs> just bring it out there. She had to come to the room to get it. Exactly. Why'd I have to go with you? Well, I, t I think I told you to text me when you're outside and I'd bring it out, but you just rolled no, up I walked. No, I walked with you to your room, from I'll, the cafeteria nah, to your nah. room. Well, I didn't have it on me. I just realized that I didn't know I would see you at the cafeteria, first of all. I think the show was at the cafeteria, so you didn't know you would see me. This <laughs> is just remember. fun. I'm just messing remember. with it. I think she's lying. Yeah, I'm I not. <laughs> well, I, I would say in his defense, too, like that cell phone service in those buildings were terrible so you would have been texting you would have been like <laughs> i would have never got him right yeah. see <laughs> oh, good. now as far as engagements go i think jason you might be out of my friendship circles i think you're the first person who did like a big engagement i'm pretty sure that you are and i remember like you sent a picture of a ring to like the group chat and like you know you're like i'm thinking about getting engaged is that the third and you said you had like a big plan for it but like I don't remember if you actually told the story of how it happened. So I'm really excited to, to actually hear you say it. I do remember seeing things and like, oh, this was pretty big. This is exciting. Can you tell us the story of your engagement? I don't remember like what made me want to do a, like a creative engagement. I think I was just like, you know, I can't just do a regular engagement. Yeah. Um, people have expectations. And that was like during like during the craze when everyone was doing like awesome engagements like you know people were making it go viral and stuff like that mm -hmm. so i was like let me do something like that and so i have um a friend actually it's christina's friend um he went to a church out here in california uh, he went to our church and we we knew him and he had since like kind of moved around and become a creative and um like certain communities so I reached out to him and we decided, I, I just thought about doing like a movie with, a, with an iPhone. I kind of wanted to propose, um, 
you know, kind of doing like something creative and techie and something like that. So basically what we did is I had to go rent a room in one of those like collaborative collaborative workspaces, like a WeWork, mm-hmm. um, you know, where people just rent a, a desk space or something like that for a day. So because um, at that time, I didn't really have any place to shoot it. I didn't have any place. It's really quiet. Um, so I wanted to do something like that where it could be quiet, we kind of have a set and I didn't really know where to look, even though I live in Hollywood, like, it's not like you could just go out and rent a film set for a day. Like <laughs> it doesn't really work like you that. Would think that. You would think it's that simple though, right? Yeah. You would think, yeah, you could just, you know, Google, uh, film studio rentals for the day and it wouldn't be a million dollars. So I rented the place that we work. I think it was like maybe like $60 for like two hours. Um, and he just basically ran an office space. So we went in there, he brought his camera and basically what it was, I just had to create scenes on my phone and I was playing music at the same time. I don't really know how to describe it. It was kind of like one of those old school iPhone commercials mm-hmm. where the hands holding the iPhone mm-hmm. and, and, you know, stuff pops up on the screen. So something like that. So we record the video, basically the video is like a montage of songs and me professing my love to Christina and pictures and stuff like that. And then I was like, so how am I going to show it to her? I realized that before I did all this, that I wanted to do it in a movie theater, but I didn't really know how to go about it. So what's interesting is that most movie theaters don't do this, but thankfully we live in a place where there's a ton of movie theaters, (laughs) you know, that aren't owned by AMC or the big companies that basically say no to this. Um, You can rent out a whole movie theater, of course, if you want to, but it's going to cost you like $3,000 or something like that. Yeah. And so I was like, no, I'm not doing all that. So um, we have like this, it was a big enough movie theater where it wouldn't look suspicious if we went to the movies, but it was independently owned, I think. So I reached out to them through email, asked them, um, you know, told them what I wanted to do and asked them how much it would cost. The person came back to me and he was like, it'll be free. We could play it after a movie if you want to. All you have to do is just make sure you bring people to you know, buy tickets for the movie. Um, Cause you'll have to sit through the whole movie. And I was like, okay, bet. Cause I guess that's the easy way they can make their money back. You know, they're getting people to come to the theater that they wouldn't ordinarily get. And I'm getting a proposal out of the whole thing. So what happens is we get to the movie theater, Christina's there. I, I get her to the movie theater on the basis that it's a uh, movie that her friend, Chris, the one that helped me create the movie, because he's got, like I said, he's a creative, he's a filmmaker, he does stuff like that. I told her, okay, go ahead. Chris told me, Chris called me and was like, oh, I'm doing this film. I really want you to come see it because I I want you to get your feedback on it. And I've done feedbacks for Chris all the time. So it was nothing. I was like, oh yeah, it sounds like fun. He's like, it's also a fundraiser. So if more people come, I get like half the price of the ticket. And then I can put that into this big movie that I'm doing. So he was like, invite, everybody so i text my parents and i text all our friends from church so you I, did text, all the work. I had right i was the she one did all the work. i did all the work i had no idea and that was the thing like i didn't tell her i didn't tell her about it she told me about it yeah and that's how i made sure that i was removed from it totally because i wanted him right. to tell her so that she told me and invited me and i invited everybody i was like oh you guys should come it's for fundraisers it's for chris and but everybody knew so everybody knew it was a proposal so everybody was like oh yeah i'm coming and i'm thinking oh my god this is amazing we have like 30 people there they're gonna support chris it's gonna be great we had, i had no idea we get to the theater and Chris says, okay, my movie's going to play after um, the SpongeBob SquarePants movie because- oh, no, no, it was the Kevin Hart movie. Oh, sorry, no, no, sorry. You're right. 
I got it wrong. It was the Kevin Hart movie. It was, what was that Kevin Hart movie called? Oh, with the engagement. Um, what was that? The was proposal? The, like when he had to get a best man, he didn't, like he didn't have any friends. Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. one. That one. I, d- I can't think of the name, but I, I do like the movie and I'm not like yeah. crazy about Kevin Hart movies, but that one I do like. So <laughs> that's what it was. So he said, hey everybody, my movie's gonna play after the Kevin Hart movie. Um, if you buy a ticket for the Kevin Hart movie, you get to stay and watch my film afterwards. Um, and so everyone agreed, bought the tickets. We get there. Halfway through the Kevin Hart movie, we're sitting there watching it. The tape breaks. Literally halfway in the movie. 45 minutes into that movie. Look the light bulb went out. Yeah. The, okay. The light bulb, tape breaks, light bulb went out. Something happens with the projector. Yeah. Actually, you're right. It was, it was the, the light, light bulb. Because it couldn't replace out. it. Yeah. <laughs> but when, I, when it happened, I thought the tape broke. I was like, okay, gosh, the tape broke. Okay. Well, at least that doesn't affect my movie. And I was like, why do people even use tapes anymore? It's, it's stupid. Turns out the light bulb goes out. And so, basically, when it, when, it, when the light bulb goes out, the screen basically just flashes and it just goes basically dark. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just, let's just get this back up. I'm, yeah. I'm just sitting there patiently waiting. And I don't, did you see me getting nervous at all? Or did you see? I was going to say, like, were you sweating at this point? No, I was sweating. He was sweating, but he was sitting right next to me. I didn't think anything of it. So our friend Chris is actually the first one that got up. And he, like, got up and ran out. And then I walked and after Chris. And then he walked after Chris. So I, w- I didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, maybe he's going to the bathroom or something. And I think my dad went, too. My dad went after and walked. I didn't think of anything about it. I was so like, we go out in the hallway. And um, the, I think I saw the manager just walking down the hallway. And she's like, she's like, okay, so what happened was... <laughs> I think the light bulb went out, but we might have another one in storage. So we're going to try to get it back up and we're going to try to get you going. Okay. And she I was knew like, what okay, was happening cool. too, right? Yeah, because I had talked to her okay. about it. I gave her the DVD and everything with, with our film on it uh, for the proposal. My, my heart's beating like something like, like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like I'm into it. And you so never we wait around. We wait around for like 10 minutes. She's in a the movie theater, just talking to her friends. I'm stalling, trying to, you know. I'm like, what the heck is happening? Seriously, this is happening. I got all these people here for a proposal and we have nothing to show it on. Like we're in a movie theater, for God's sake. Why don't you have a bulb for this projector? So she comes back. She's like, yeah, she finds out we're, we're totally out of bulbs. Um, so we're going to have to put you guys in a different theater. Um, so we have 50 Shades of 50 Grey. 50 Shades of Grey. <laughs> or the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? I don't know which one I would pick out of those two, to be honest with you. I think he was with my dad and my dad made this, my dad was like, go in there and let Christina pick. Cause she's gonna, she's gonna say it anyway. So I think him and Chris came out, Chris explained what was going on. And then Jason said the movies. And I was like, it's either Fifty Shades of Grey or SpongeBob. But in my head, I'm livid because (laughs) A, the Kevin Hart movie is a wedding type movie. Like it's about a wedding. So everything was tied in. And you know how I am. Like I'm a producer. So everything has to have a theme. It has to be tied in. So the twist was I I love SpongeBob. Like I I still watch SpongeBob with my daughter. So I didn't care. And I wanted to see the movie. So I was like, oh, we can watch SpongeBob. So they said it. I'm like, SpongeBob, let's go. (laughs) <laughs> so we go into the Spongebob Theater. The Spongebob Theater ends up being six times as big as the Kevin it's Hart like the Theater. IMAX movie. It's like an IMAX movie. So I'm like, okay, this is weird. This is going to be super weird. It's my little video on a humongous <laughs> screen. And so the Spongebob movie ends. Everyone's waiting. This couple just doesn't leave for whatever reason in the front. Like, <laughs> like, I'm like, guys, get out of here. Like, what are you doing? Beat it. This is not your scene anymore. Bye. But they stay and they watch it and it comes on and then she's watching it 
and halfway through, I guess you kind of realize what it is. It's the beginning. So you see a hand, and I thought in my head, I'm like, that looks like Jason's hand, but I don't know what it is. And then on the phone, my picture pops up. So when I saw my picture, I turned to Jason, and I'm like, what is this? And then he's, he's, he's not saying anything. He's just smiling and, like, telling me to watch the screen. <laughs> so then he's watching it, and then I think he played, was it Ed Sheeran first? Yeah. I think it was Ed Sheeran thinking of you or something like that. So when that played, then I knew what was going on. So then I lost it. I just started crying. He's mad because he's like, you can see it in our little video. He's mad because he's like, watch it. You should watch it. And I'm like, I can't watch it. I'm sitting here. How much I had to do? Like, (laughs) you need to watch this video. I'm sitting there just bawling and I'm like, I can't even watch it. So it was cute. It was, he did a good job. I like that. You know, so afterwards, she okay. said yes, um, and that's that's the engagement story. Yeah, I, I definitely didn't know any of that. I remember seeing like pieces of the video. I think I don't even know if I saw like the full on like video. I just remember seeing something with a movie theater, or maybe you told yeah. me it was a movie theater. Yeah, our friend Chris had his camera, so he actually filmed the whole thing. So the, he and he edited it together so people could see it. So I don't think anyone that. saw the full like engagement like video that he made. It's really funny too, cause like I'm the same way. Like I've hoarded my engagement video. Like I just I don't really feel like I want people to see my engagement video for whatever reason. I don't know why it was good. But I just <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. I'm weird like that. Um, but the story that you guys just told, though, is exactly the reasoning behind us wanting to do this show, because, like, after you got engaged, everyone is like, let me see that ring. Like, let me see how the ring looks. And they're excited about that. And they, then they ask about the wedding and all that stuff. But nobody ever, like, really details the engagement. Like, nobody says, like, oh, well, what went wrong? Or what went, like, how did it go? Like, people don't really do that, especially not long term. Like, now, I'm sure nobody asks you guys about your engagement which right, is the reason right. why we thought it was really important because I spend a lot of time and money on my engagement and nobody cares about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I can only imagine how other people feel too. So that's one of the reasons why I want to do it. And plus you guys have like a young daughter who now can grow up and she knows the story. Obviously she can see the videos, but she can also now hear the story of how her parents got engaged and all the stuff that was surrounding it. So yep. thank you guys for doing this. I really do appreciate it. And to close out, I ask every couple um, some advice um just be honest just be your your real self from the start um and you know everybody will kind of have the reasonable expectations moving forward um so yeah just be as honest as you can and trust each other um and collaborate like it's kind of like you have to collaborate and you have to be kind of flexible um because you have to realize you're entering someone else's world and they're entering yours. And it's kind of like, you know, when, when worlds collide, we've all seen those that imagery of like two planets colliding and just blowing up. Um, and that's what can happen, you know, when you're so when you're holding your world so close and in such, you know, a circular definite form, you're not willing to adapt to someone else. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's important to, you know, to have patience and, you know, just just to take each other, I'm not, what's that C word? Co- not collaborate, um, like give and take, like what's that called? Compromise. Compromise, that's the <laughs> C word. That's it, compromise, yes. That's the word, compromise is very important. I think flexibility is super important. Um, realizing you're not gonna have the same spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever in you know 2020 that you are in 2023, for example. Um, just because you're getting older, you're learning, and I mean, you're adjusting. So 
um, having that same expectations from 2020 and 2023 really doesn't work. So just kind of keeping constant communication, being honest with each other. Um, I think that work. I think that's been working the best for, for us. That's a good point. Like, you don't want to be the same person that you were when you, you know, saying first, when get, you married. first get married, mm-hmm. like you should change. And like, you're not the same person you were when you were 21, even though you think you're the same person. But someone who knew you at 21 would say Dexter's different. Like right. if, if, if one day you were 21 and then the next day you're, you're you now, yeah. someone would say, what the hell happened yeah. to you? Like, who are you? So kind of think of it like that. Don't hold someone so, so in such a rigid standard where they can't grow or they can't change or they can't even have different opinions because we all change our opinions based on circumstances. Yeah. So something for ladies that I would say for advice is, is pick your battles. Cause ugh, let me tell you, you get, you, you get bombarded with all kinds of stuff, even outside of your marriage, in your marriage, your relations, your boyfriend, whoever, and really sitting down and saying, is this really worth the energy to argue over or fight over? Or, or can we, can I just let this go? And you know, if you're, if you're spiritual, pray about it. If you, you know, if you're not go see a therapist, talk to somebody about it. I mean, whatever, whatever the case may be, but definitely pick your battles. If you find that it's bothering you a lot, then usually with me, I give it a 48 hour rule. If, if something he does bothers me 48 hours later, I'm still thinking about it. Then I should probably tell, say something to him. Most of the time within 24 hours, it rolls off my back and I don't care. So that's what I would say to ladies. Uh, you so you're got- not that nagging wife that everybody fears. You don't want to be a nagging wife. <laughs> you guys this is really amazing i feel like that like the advice was like very perfect for me especially the portion of it where you say like other people change too because like naturally as a person you want to change and evolve yourself right. i think i have an issue with other people doing that i don't think i realized that other people doing that like in friendships relationships and, and so forth and so on so that's like really good advice for me to kind of keep in mind so i i, I, I really appreciate that thank you guys once again for doing the show Ladies and gentlemen, this is another edition of Industry Friends Love Stuff with Jason and Christina Daly. Peace. Thank you. Hey, guys, Industry Friends is now on Instagram at Industry Friends. So after you rate the show, subscribe to the show, repost the show, review the show, and tell your friends about it, follow us on Instagram at Industry Friends. Industry Friends. Industry Friends. Friends.